0: Welcome, welcome everybody to Non-Talk Network, we're here, we actually discuss and review movies, the latest film drop, why we're discussing the whole situation, oh my goodness, I'm sorry, it's been a while, welcome to Non-Talk Review, where we discuss a movie film milestone while discussing the film by eating our favorite uh, food and drink. Excuse us as I have psychotic little nomcat, cat cat all over the place <laughs> here. Uh, today we are talking about 51st dates. Um, and while we're discussing, I'm your host Alejandro. I'm a little going back on here because I do miss some of the Hawaiian food. I got a spam musubi and a chicken musubi in the background over here with a little bit of coke. want to also introduce my fellow friends here. Uh, Julie, why don't you introduce yourself and what you're having with us today.
1: Hi, I'm Julie. And I have attempted this is bad, but I'm gonna show you my little waffle teepee, okay? Let's waffle teepee. Can, can we see it? Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Wait, nice. Oh wait, wait, wait. There we go. There we go. There's my waffle teepee.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Look,
1: I had to make it without toothpicks, okay? Because I I didn't have any. And and then I'm gonna I'm gonna put some syrup on it. Like <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes um you know what it's i tried anyway <laughs> Heck yeah I, um but yeah i couldn't buy my toothpicks and then i got some um i didn't have spam but um i did have some turkey sausage and eggs in honor of the hukilau cafe so that is what I'm mushing, noshing on, and also some watermelon juice from 7-Eleven. Right on,
0: right on. 7-Eleven is actually very prominent in Hawaii, so I respect that. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, there you
2: go. Uh,
0: <laughs> JP, well, my friend, why do you introduce yourself and what you're having
3: with us today? Alrighty, hi, I'm JP Raposo, and today I actually went to go get waffles for a waffle <laughs> thing as well, but they were all sold out, oh. so I had to settle. I know. So I settled on noodles and pizza pockets, and because it's uh, fifty fourth first dates, I had to get my pineapple spears.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah.
3: All right, and to, drink, and to drink because yesterday was the Super Bowl, and I may have overindulged just a little bit. <laughs> Got three bottles of Gatorade.
0: <laughs> Hydrate, don't digrate, Excellent.
3: Exactly.
2: <laughs>
0: And last but definitely not least, introduce to yourself, my friend, and what you're having with us today, Yaya.
2: Hello, hello. I am Yaya. It's been a hot minute since I've been on. Um, I feel like I'm the only one not on theme today because it's still technically the fourth day of Chinese New Year. Right on. So I have some dumplings mm. and I also have some homemade pho. Ooh.
1: So, Yeah. What?
2: and oh, that um, looks
1: amazing i'm a little <laughs> jealous
2: <laughs> and for drink i have a uh chinese like herbal drink called Wanglaoji lao or wang lao that yeah so
1: right on
0: that sounds delicious i mean honestly like i said i only showed you my little plastic container let me see i have this over here because you can't forget oh. that but this is the musubi here with the classic spam on one side and barbecue chicken on the oh. other one um oh. so Uh, You know, that's one thing I, you know, really loved about Hawaii uh, living out there was the, you know, fusion of food that was actually there as well. Um, With that there, I would like to go ahead, guys, uh, discuss the popcorn bucket ratings here. Uh, JP, we'll start with you, my friend. What is the popcorn bucket rating you have on yours out of five popcorn buckets? All
3: right, I gave it a five. Five
0: out of five, right I, on. I, I found me. the
3: movie very nostalgic. And I mean, I kind of had to just go there because it's super cute. And I had to give yeah. it a five because of we'll all the animals. Come on now. <laughs> <Really>? Very
0: cute. <laughs> right on. Uh, yeah, yeah, out of five popcorn buckets, what did you rate it, my friend?
2: I also gave it a five. Um, five. Because Nine. I also with nostalgic reasons, but this was like a movie that, was still able to make me laugh as much as it did when I was a kid and it was just just as good as I remembered it so five out
1: of five
0: right on Julie my friend had five popcorn buckets oh my goodness sorry my lighting five popcorn buckets uh what did you rate it my friend
1: I gave it a four out of five um I do agree a lot of it still held up um jokes still held up still gave me that same feel good warm fuzziness um just maybe some problematic jokes that you know but other than that like yeah I'm, I'm still loving it so
0: right on excellent excellent yeah i like the ratings i'm a little different here which i'll we'll explain a little later um i got about 2.5 out of 5 uh, i'd say it's maybe three in particular but once again um there has been some true nostalgic reasons for it excuse me let me actually show you my lovely numcot cat here that's hey. been causing some ruckus here but uh 2.5 out of 5 with them we'll like simple so we'll discuss that a little bit later but i would also like to you know get an idea for where you guys were when this film came out get an idea you know initially with the nostalgia re- uh, reasons and uh so forth uh let's go ahead and start with uh yaya you my friend um when were you first introduced to the film and what was your initial first reaction
2: yeah this is 2004 so i probably was in middle school um I think oh dude I actually don't remember how it was I think it was just that summer it was just I think it was my aunt I think that just like took me to like okay we're gonna go watch a movie and it's an Adam Siler movie and I was like okay and I went to watch it and it was just like I don't know I just remember just laughing like the whole way through um of course now watching it there was like a lot of things I missed as a kid there's a lot of- <laughs> i missed as a kid <laughs> but oh dude i remember and i just it was one of my favorite movies this movie especially when it came out on dvd this movie and white chicks was the movie the two movies i would constantly binge like every time i'll just rewatch this movie or we like rewatch white chicks and it was just i just loved it. i adored it as a kid
0: right on right on uh jp you my friend with your initial introduction with the, uh to the film uh, where, what, do you remember where you were? How you were introduced to it? And your initial uh, reaction to the film when you first saw it? So my family,
3: I have a very large family. And our dad loves these silly, nonsense-type, mu- like, movies. Um, so he's just all really big into it. I think the first weird movie he showed us, that's similar to this that I can relate to, is probably The Jerk with Steve Martin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so... We just grew up with these type of movies, and so I'm also I was in um I grew up in the 90s, so Adam Sandler, all of his movies were just part of like my genetic makeup bit, well, not genetic makeup, but you get what I'm saying. It was yeah. part of my upbringing. It was part of my upbringing. So 51st Dates, of course, you have it, and it's it's Drew Barrymore. Come on now, so <laughs> yeah, that's why I love the film.
0: I understand. Julie, my friend, uh, what was your initial first reaction um, when seeing this film? And how were you introduced to the film initially?
1: You know, okay, so 2004. I feel like we've done a few 2004 films now because that was the year I graduated high school and just dated myself, yeah, 2004. <laughs> um, and so I want to say, I don't exactly remember like the first time I saw it. Like I remember loving it, but I don't I want to say it was with friends and I want to say it was probably like I, I don't think I saw it right when it came out I think maybe like later maybe when I was in college a little later and so like that means it probably had a sleepover with my sorority sisters perhaps um my that's my guess I, I'm trying to remember but and yeah I mean I obviously also love, have grew up with Adam Sandler movies like I like so my my band teacher Rest in peace. Um, he showed us all of the, we'd go on these bus trips, right. Um, to Chicago for like fun band trips. And, um, every single year we watched Adam Sandler movies like the whole way there and the whole way back. So like I was already, you know, pretty, it was pretty ingrained in me as well. And it was a pretty, I was a pretty big fan, but, uh, But this one, I think, uh, came out, like, a little bit after some of his other ones. I feel like there was a little break in it for a while. And then I was like, oh, you know, I remember thinking, like, he's back, man. Like, he did it again, you know. Um, And, yeah, and obviously, I also love Drew Barrymore and the two of them together. I think I'm not the only one that thinks they have, like, one of the perfect, most perfect on-screen chemistries out there. That's why the wedding singer is so good, too. And like, yeah, they're just a really good on-screen couple, they're really fun to watch, and they just like you can tell, they have like a really good friendship in real life, too. So, um, but yeah, I would say that was my introduction, and yes, I definitely remember like falling for this movie very hard when I first saw it.
0: (laughs) Right on, right on. Well, my low rating is not due to my introduction or anything, so it's gonna be kind of awesome. I'll explain the reason why a little later, but Actually, being introduced to the film 2004, my graduation year, so fell 2004, yeah, yeah. Um, but along with that, um, uh, the initial interaction for me was because of graduation year. This was the comedy to go see. We went out to go see it with our friends. It was like the date night movie coming in, and I actually lived less than two miles down the street from where it was being filmed half the time. Uh, oh, it's, yeah, it was cool because hey. at the time I had I had no idea what the film was called. I didn't know it existed at all. But the code name for it at the time being was Kisses and mm-hmm. it was a, the, it was the first thing it was the first proposal 51st kisses so on our street signs everywhere it'd be kisses with an arrow directed to where we were at and those i remember yellow all the,
1: signs those yellow films yeah the signs. yellow signs
0: exactly and you know so uh, i would go run my mile two mile run when i was out doing my thing and i would run by and there i'm running by a sign and people would be like hey stop for a minute you mind and then make me sign a little voucher thing a little thing as i run by just in case they use me for film <laughs> Honestly, I don't. I don't think I'm ever. I was ever in at all, but it was just for like B rolls. I'm assuming. if I would like have you know. known
1: that, I would have kept a closer eye on. <laughs> <laughs> no, There's know.
0: a little skinny guy there. No, exactly. But um, so you know, with the connection with it, it was great. Uh, you mentioned before, uh, when it came to, uh, their connection with the wedding singer, uh, Adam Sandler movies. To me, growing up was my version of raunchy comedy. It was, but growing up as a teenager, comedy. So it was kind of like uh, going into it. Um, what is it, Big Daddy? uh going into it as well yeah. with uh yeah God, what was it uh, billy madison um you away. know yeah exactly and so there were so many things you know that i was you know used to and so hearing his name you knew that it might have not been considered a you know golden globe or whatever but it would have been pretty funny so i was pretty hyped up into actually you know getting to see it so nostalgic connection something i was consistently watching it it was definitely there for it now going to the comments here he says hey y'all um because my favorite people just made some chili mac and drinking some tropical fruit brunch. Oh, that chili mac sounds delicious. Cuball uh, says I would rate this movie a four out of five. It's a good movie, but some of Adam's humor was some over the head and really corny, bland. Again, I do mm-hmm. love the story, and Adam and Drew were perfect on screen. So mm-hmm. that's my thought. Right on, Q. I appreciate you that inserting your opinion there. That's very, really valid points. Um, now going into this here, just a kind brief overview because I want to, you know, have time to discuss things about the film. So I'm going to go ahead and do a Cliff Notes version of what the film pertains. We have a brief idea of what's going on. Uh, by all means, please feel free to insert stuff that I'm discussing. And the last thing I want to do is to overrun anybody. And then after that, we'll go ahead and get into questions and get talk about this, because I think there's a lot of good things to talk about. So coming into this initial film, we find out that uh, right off the bat, we find out that our, you know, our character... Uh, that is played by Adam Sandler, which is Henry Roth, uh, is a ladies' man. Uh, he pursues to, he prefers, you know, dating, which it seems to be tourist, and lying to them like crazy, and getting one night stands <laughs> left and right. Um, you can tell that he's kind of like being that guy, just so on, you know, you know, connections, and he has an attachment. Uh, one being a Rob Schneider, Schneider, which plays Ula. Uh local there, which happens to be his best friend, uh we also know that Henry Roth plays into like a sea world equivalent for a natural preserve for you know an island of Hawaii uh once again, please don't please I think we're trying to promote you know promoting you know endangered wildlife, but at this time being that's what his character is at the uh there um with this, we find out that he goes on many dates he's a you know secret agent. <laughs> he is a, you know, a teacher that, you know, is going, you know, do things behind it. You name it. Whatever, whatever sob story or cool little thing he can make up, he did. We find out later on, uh, like I said, with his job, what he does and reflects on things. It just requires him to go back and forth on his island. Uh, we see a very, very colorful cast of characters Why this is happening. Um, he has lovely little penguin that he resorts to. Uh, he also deals with walruses that are adorable, uh, work for him. Uh, his co-workers, which he has a love and hate relationship with it, it seems, you know. So, and then again, it does seem there's a little back and forth. It looks a little more heavy one side flirtation to the other. Uh, his co-worker, I'm trying to get the actor's name here because his co work is quite funny, um, yeah. <laughs> is going to be uh, Alexa, which is played by Luis Estrellas, which is hilarious uh, oh. as well, too. Uh, so you get this concept of that these people, that are uh, generally, you know, working for the wildlife preserve uh that they work in. Um once again, correct me if I'm wrong, I have to figure out what it's if it's preserved or just a actual aquarium area. Uh that being said, let's fast forward. He does many, many trips going back and forth and he goes into a introduction to the what is it called the uh what's the cafe called guys?
1: The Huki Lao.
0: The Huokie Lao Cafe, right? He gets to the Hookie Lao Cafe. We find out in his sorry my location my phone vacations are ridiculously loud he gets to the Hukilau cafe and he is introduced to drew barrymore's character which we are looking at here uh we are looking at uh lucy whitmore um we see uh julie nod to you on a wonderful waffle uh waffle a little tp contri- t- 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 i like that there uh we see you know we're looking at you know henry roth glancing over and he looks at the looking at the counter and seeing that she is, you know, messing with, uh, you know, or constructing this Waffle House-like style, or, you know, Waffle House, no no tag for the restaurant, but an actual Waffle House. But, uh, you know, is constructing this, you know, he sees this, goes over there, starts hitting it off with her. They had a really good, great conversation. But we start to be introduced to other cast and characters during the situation, which actually also work at the cafe. I want to make sure I give these guys some proper shout-outs here. So, we are looking at Nick, uh, which happens to be the cook, and then we're also looking at Sue, which happens to be looks like possibly the owner, or one of the main waitresses you know does' a lot around the place too as well. Um, we realize that you know <clears throat> Amy and Nick you know see what's kind of going on, and they just kind of make a note of it and you know he comes by the next day and you know Amy tries to set up because he has a weird weird interaction with uh, with the uh, previous person that Henry was interested in, Lucy. Well, he finds out that once again with Lucy what's going on and he's not realizing she doesn't recognize him in any way shape or form. He makes some, you know, weird gestures in regards to the smell of his hands, fish, you name it, and you know, it it's just a really 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 this awkward situation. Upon this happening, we find out later on when she takes off that uh the um uh waitress here uh, which is uh, Sue tells him, yo, look, this whole situation, she got in a car accident in the back roads while getting pineapples with her father, which will be uh, introduced a little later on. And we also find out the fact that, you know, she has she loses her all short term memory. So she still has a portion of long term memory. But after recovering, she loses anything that is not part of her long term memory. Fast forward, Adam still has some kind of you know interest in her. I've seen Adam. Sorry, Henry has some interest in here. We find out later. That he does another appearance coming to the cafe, and then I believe it's the local law that looks at the tags on her car after an interaction. We find out that she has a meltdown moment. We're introduced to her father, Marlon, and one of my also favorite characters, because Marlon's a great actor, but her brother. We are talking about the man, the myth, the legends around Aston, which plays Doug Whitmore there, uh, which which is fantastic. Um, Now you have this situation here. We yeah, exactly. So we we, we find out that you know this family really really cares for her, and they have a situation that is situated part of life, and it's you know fluctuating stuff. It's almost drastically different on a level compared to Henry Loth uh, or what he does, being a playboy and his star. But he seems to still have an interest in Lucy now. That long explanation there was supposed to be 30 seconds, but it was probably more like 15, 20 minutes. But the point is, <laughs> is at this point in the film here, I want to go ahead and start off for Yaya here. We are now understanding our main characters, have an idea of who Henry Roth is. We get an introduction to who's possibly who his love interest is. And because, you know, he's showing some interest in it. And we understand her plight and his possible interest. How And, and we're introduced to these you know characters that are great. How are we on the story pace right now? What are you feeling about the film at this time being? Are things too fast, too slow? Uh, Anything that sticks out to you a lot? You name it.
2: I think like for me, this movie was the beginning half was paced very, very well. Um, It's like very easy to see like all these transitions because it doesn't really drag out. Like you get the story, you get her story like right off the bat. Like, the second time he sees her, you already get her background story. They're not dragging it out. They're not doing that. And um, you see, like, you know, you see the dad and, like, Doug, like, doing everything they can for their, like, you know, for, for Lucy, which is amazing in itself. Like, they get, like, custom printed papers every day, just so she can, like, have the same paper. Like, they repaint the house, like, they repaint the workspace every day after she paints it. And they're just doing all this stuff just to make sure, like, you know, she's, they're just trying to make her comfortable. If It, it kind of feels like hospice care, not gonna lie. It's kind of like that. Yeah. yeah, and it's really sweet. And, like, you know, of course, like, you know, you have the introduction of, like, you know, um, Henry into her life, and at first, like, he's, like, trying to, like, con, not con her, but very much, like, any way he tries to meet her, like, he puts that penguin out in the middle of the road in <laughs> a little t-shirt.
0: God. God.
2: Right? E- and e- then, like, <laughs> <laughs> and then Ula, like he gets he ra- he drags on an Ula, and Ula gets beat with a bat. <laughs> like I feel like these interactions were perfect because they're not dragging it out; they're just showing their day to day. Like okay, how he like gets her gets to like talk to her that day, and they don't drag it out to the, like you know how they spend the rest of their day. And then we get, of course, like the dad finally like okay, you can come to the house. You're cool. You're chill. If you're gonna actually t- like you know interested in her, fine like I love how everything is paced up to this point because I feel that everything is to the point there's nothing like too extraneous you have like some funny bits of course like you know the day-to-day excuse me like with Ula and his kids and then like all that stuff but I just think up to this point it's been paced beautifully and it's funny and it's just entertaining like I'm not bored
0: right on excellent excellent uh JP how about you my friend at this point it could be the pace in the film, um, the storyline, the characters that we're being introduced to. What is your vibes and opinion of what we've uh, been seeing so far? I think it was really, really smooth. I think we
3: got the information in a timely manner. We got it exactly when we needed to get the main, uh, the main, main characters' information. You get to see um, Henry in his normal environment. You get to see uh, Lucy in her normal environment. You get to see that, like, okay, he has like these commitment issues. She had these kind of mixed issues with her memory. (laughs) Um, And it just, it makes just a really cute couple. Like you have this innocent and you have like this character who could possibly be a monster falling in love with this little innocent creature. And it could have gone south really, really bad or gotten creepy really, really fast, but it doesn't. It shows just like, that's why I love the movie. It just shows like people can actually learn to grow and people can learn to change. And I just think it was a really great message. Um, all of the characters are developed really nicely. Each character has a wound per se, so everyone is struggling with something, including the co-worker. She's a little lesbian, just trying to get a little bit of, and he even tries to help her out a little bit. You know what I mean? Like it's just—it's a really great movie of just people who are fractured,
0: trying to like just survive in a normal world. I get that right on, um, Julie. With you my friend the same thing with the pacing of the film what are you enjoying it is there anything that particularly sticks out that you like the most uh the cast of characters at this point we've been introduced to anywhere from the loud to the actual uh aquarium and preserve that they're working at here um what are you feeling my friend at this point in the film
1: um yeah i kind of agree with everyone i think the pacing is pretty perfect honestly i i'm like no notes no notes. <laughs> <With> <laughs> from a filmmaker standpoint like no notes um no, but well, because here's the thing too, is that, yeah, you have to realize that it is a such a unique situation that like Lucy is in and such a interesting plot and point of view from that perspective that like I don't know how they would have done it any other way. Like you almost have to have like enough exposition where he does get to meet her multiple times and things like that because because of her situation and because of the way that the plot needs to go, like you have to see. Like you have to see how that advances with the fact that she thinks it's the same day every day, you know, like you have to see how that plays out. But then but that there are some little changes sometimes like how they were saying like, oh, she sings on the days that she meets you. So like, yeah, I don't yeah, I don't see how it could have played out really any other way. So, yeah, I think it was.
0: Go right on. Sorry, I just wanted afraid to interrupt, interrupt. You didn't move the awkward pause on my end. No, no, I th- no, <laughs> that, I, I agree with you, which leads me to the next thing here. We do find out that he does like both Yaya and Julie, you guys mentioned it. We, we both find out that, you know, he is so interested in her that he does all these things to stop and reiterate and redo this. And we find out that time being that you both her both her father and brother you know, come to go ahead and do their whole man muscle thing. This, might, this is a daughter, and of course, you know, in a situation that's that delicate, they're going to be protective. But as you said, they mentioned she sings that all the times that you know they they meet you and so forth as well. So there's like a lot of positivity in there. So there's aspect of it. Uh, you get to see a huge cast, along you know, continuously of uh, traditional what I call uh, Adam Sandler cast and crew people in here. Um, yeah. And you know, because when you know we find out like as you both uh, as everybody mentioned here that you know that seems to be a healthy relationship between you know adam sandler and her therefore his family then goes admits all these positive things They introduce her to her life they go around uh, go into the facility that she you know um, actually has not been actually submitted to yet but uh, I believe it was like three second tom or something was that think Ten, 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 <laughs> Ten, 10 second tom or the unfortunate incident, incident I think that's uh, where she was
1: diagnosed initially I think that institution because mm-hmm. that's where they study gotcha oh
0: yeah yeah mm-hmm. that's right because she walked in and then walked out that's totally correct and
1: then um, they knew who she was she's obviously you know been there yeah but
0: yeah so yeah, because we get we get introduced to Dan Aker, Dean Keats there at the time being, so he's a doctor going into you know you we go to everything because. Basically, what we what I forgot to mention is in this discovery and her and, and an example of her bad days we you know things that she sees for example her brother uh, gets tested positive for steroids, so he gets knocked out of the mr universe comp, uh, the U- Mr <laughs> Universe competition, the local Hawaii, uh, Mr. Hawaii one as well too I mean there's a lot of things that we we that she discovers what she missed you know anything from oh, you know, certain teams winning. so yeah <laughs> <laughs> so you know we, we get that that aspect of it, right now. With this with this quick thing because I want to try to I talk about more things here because I know we could talk about it a lot so I definitely want to hit those points there. But we see at this point that that Henry is really, really invested in her. Um, and what he wants to do is you know he comes up with the tapeway which seems to be a lot better being introduced compared to the bi- or to the, to the journal that that he would uh, inter- be, um, that I believe the father and brother would normally do. Um, we find out during this whole thing, that you know into you know there's good days and better days uh they don't really start you know you know having making love until much 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 later uh it's even joked around about it in one of her bad days where she's heading off to like to the uh, mental facility to you know to better understand what's going on um now, amidst all these travels and being introduced to everybody, we find out, and we find out before, way before, that Henry has a goal to go out into the ocean to, you know, celebrate on this old boat and to just explore around the world uh, with a, what I would say a, a man-made boat without much electronics, Alaska. you know, just, so Alaska. thank you. Yeah, thank you. He thank you. So he wants to go to Alaska, yeah. so to Alaska but it's big, massive boat. And the thing about it though, is it always, you know, there's always mess ups there. We find those funny little things with Ula and his family uh, going back and forth, talking about shark bites to goofy things of not, you know, doing improper golf swings, but his kids are amazing. His kids are great at certain things, mentioning, you know, life comments that Uli probably shouldn't talk about saying the fact that, Hey, you know, do you, are you really going to be into this girl? You know, are you going to want to be in this girl? with she's going to be like with you every ounce and every second of your life. you know He's, he gives that whole negative family vibe. And yet we see him come through and be on the video and be there with, you know, with, you know, are we that positive form talking about this actual, you know, this, this this woman here now amongst all this crazy chaos um it is misheard or she hears on uh, one of her nights why he's explaining to a couple of people that he's probably not gonna he's gonna keep delaying his alaskan trip because he wants to really make it to her and at this point she's like i don't want to do any you know because at this point she kind of hears it and we find out that she has a journal And this journal has notes that she has made, you know, of of, of many occasions. So she's actually been keeping notes herself because she, you know, hears it from her own words. So she gives suggestions to Henry what he could possibly do. But at the same time, she also admits that they're going to probably end this relationship. because She doesn't want to delay him into, you know, what's going on. So at this point, she cuts it off. We then see now the fact that he is having depressive episodes throughout the whole time, seeing her experience coming in here. We see some positive. It seems from the outside looking in that she now becoming a teacher at the facility that she was diagnosed with at the time being. She's making references and stuff. and He sees them take trips over there and he just can't really take it. And he's just going nuts and he's just having depressive episodes. and He's sad and depressed and he just didn't expect to you know, feel this bad. But obviously he does because he has a lot of love in his life. So at this yeah. moment, he takes off and says, screw it. And he's about to take off in his damn boat and he leaves. And that's when a certain song plays by the Beach Boys. I'm going to cut it off right here because at this point, what we get to at this film is we see the fact that there is a relationship. We get more introduced to the family that is there. That's take care for. We get more introduced to Sue and Nick. Um, man, what is that want? I, I can't forget his name. He's not on the cast driving me nuts. But he's one of the, oh yeah, he has Joe, uh, Joe Nakishima. He played the old Hawaiian old man that was always saying, oh, you know, yeah, you, you, you're creeping me out, you're fucking out. So, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> exactly. And we, we make references and we see, uh, you know, some of the cast and characters. And the reason why I'm making this here, you know, I want to stop this point here. I want to see how everybody's feeling at this point because now, I'll, hold on, I'm having some technical difficulties here. Let me exit out of this here so I don't lag so much. I apologize, guys. So at this point here, we're at, we see the major trial and tribulation. We see that he needs to travel to Alaska. We see that she has a loving family that's around him, and this loving family is now accepting him. But at the same time, we also see that her herself does want to break his heart, and she wants him to go. she's like, "In my opinion, she's like white finging. She's like, just leave, just go, just get get out of here, you know, just get out of here, you know? white fang, just go." And you know, we see. <laughs> So to me, I, I feel like that's where we're at right now. So I, I want to start with uh, you, Julie, since we you know we ended with you last on uh, on the last topic here. How are we feeling the plot line right here? Are we feeling good? Is there any characters that are really sticking you know sticking out to you more? Have you have, you have any favorite lines that really get into you right now? How are we feeling at this point in the film?
1: Um, I I honestly can't remember any right now, but the old man's good, good. lines are some of my favorite. Like oh. his, he has literally I think some of the best lines. so (laughs) random (laughs) um yeah no he's great um but I mean he like you were saying before he's very typical like Adam Sandler cast of characters like I just feel like Adam Sandler is so good at bringing these people in and having these like really awkward interactions with his character and then his character is just like all right buddy you know (laughs) like just like um So I, I, I really enjoy all of that. Like, cause it's, it's a very consistent with Adam Sandler movies where like somebody will just do something crazy and he'll just be like, okay, that just happened. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah, there was definitely some of that in here. Like, um, I mean, you know, like things that Ula says, things that the old man says, um, like, you know, um, but, um, uh, As far as, like, how am I feeling at this point? Like, yeah, no, I mean, uh, you know, I'm always, like, when that part comes up, when he, like, breaks, you know, she has to break up with him, I'm a little sad. But I feel like it does have to happen just, you know, rom-com formula-wise. Like, because, well, and also in this movie, particularly because... He has to realize, like, they both kind of have to realize, like, how much they actually love each other and need each other, you know, hence the scene where, you know, he finds all the pictures of him in in her art room and, like, and, you know, he's missing her. And also, can we just say that the scene where he's, like, crying, singing, wouldn't it be nice? Like is iconic. Like I, do, <laughs> when I hear that song, I think of that scene in this movie a lot. Like he's like, oh, what a sweet he's,
0: like, ah. he's so <laughs> upset.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. So like, and then you know, part of it. Like, so I hadn't watched it in a while, and this was I had you know just watched it recently so that I could talk about it tonight. Um. And the part, you know, when he's like, she's like, I don't want to hold you back from Alaska. I'm sitting there like, just take her to Alaska. Even though I yeah. know that's eventually yeah. what happens, but you're just like, come on now, people, there's an easy solution. <laughs> Especially yeah, because
3: like, his whole life goal that's keeping him back is going to
0: Alaska. I'm like, oh, get it, go, bye. Okay, come back.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Which actually leads me to the next question. JP, my, my friend uh, at this point too, uh, you know, here we are, we see the conundrum between them. We're introduced to the majority of the colorful casting characters between the Hookie La Cafe to the actual aquarium to now. We find out the loving family's there with them. How are we feeling? Do you have any any moments that stick to you the most? How are you feeling at this point of the film? Uh, what's the vibe of it?
3: Um, it's great. I mean, it's it's fun. This is an ensemble of characters um that everybody can relate to. And um, I can't I come from a very small town, so I can only imagine. Imagine what it'd be like growing up on an island in these small towns or these mm-hmm. bigger towns. But with this, the whole sense of community, which I know a lot of people like, and why they have that large sense of community. And you see that come alive with this ensemble protecting um, Lucy, you know? They're all like, "All oh, do not mess with our girl. You're messing with the wrong one because yeah. literally we will run you off the island if you do <laughs> her dirty. And so I just love it because like she just has this innocent soul that everyone's like surrounding themselves around. And they're like protecting, I mean, the dad and the brother, oh my God, they go through the most every day to try to just reset for her. I mean, even when they're refilling the shampoo, I mean, it's things like that that you don't understand. Like if this actually was happening, you actually have to do this, these are things that you'd have to take care of. You'd have yeah. to refill the shampoo. You'd have yeah. to make sure that your body washes refill, their toothpaste, all of that, you know? Cause eventually she will notice that it's starting to go down. And I think one of the lines, um, with that being said in the movie that really got me was, what is she gonna do when one day she wakes up and she sees that she's 10 years older? She's lost mm-hmm. 10 years of her life. Like how traumatizing is that going to be for her? And that's basically like one of the lines that, um, one of the moments that changes the movie, changes the trajectory of her story and all their stories. Um, and just one other thing too, is I like had to like kind of like bang my head a little bit when they were bringing whole pineapples out of a freezer you live on an island, a Hawaiian island. I'm pretty sure you can just go to the little stand across the street or in town and grab a fresh pineapple. Why are you having to freeze a pineapple? It's like me having to go freeze an avocado. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> That's a fair point.
2: Oh man, Maybe they oh, man. need to be all the same ripeness level.
1: Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> <a bit> <laughs> All
0: right, we'll
1: oh, start they, well so remember how they were this is actually a good point cuz remember how they had to go up the island to get to pick out a pineapple though mm. it seems like that might have been a long enough journey where maybe he doesn't want to make that journey every day you know so maybe yeah. they're just like right there i mean yeah farmers market whatever but like you know it didn't seem like there was like tons of options because they had to go so far to get that pineapple i'm just wondering if maybe
0: well, yeah, which is, which is kind of funny because I'll, I'll mention this before. Y'all yeah, want to ask the question here for you too as well, but like I'll mention here, not to interrupt, but it was uh, one of the complaints of the film with locals was the fact that they were going to a pineapple field to get pineapples because hypothetically speaking, you really can't do that anywhere on the island. There's fil- there's like There's like thousands upon thousands upon thousands of pineapples but you are not to go over there and pick the pineapple because before the Dole Plantation was kicked out, I'll go into that a little later because the Dole Plantation doesn't exist there anymore. It was kind of crazy because that was one of the major complaints was, you really can't go pick pineapples out there because of it, that and how long they take to die and stuff it's kind of crazy so sorry to interrupt but oh, oh. goodness gracious pretty fascinating
1: you know know
0: pineapple and banana trees in my opinion they look pretty and they taste good but they suck to grow them because they die immediately and you have to clean them up and start the whole process of life again oh, no. it, it's nuts oh goodness anyway i digress um yeah yeah you too, my friend, here, when well, we're actually figuring this huge conundrum, we, we see the plight, we see, you know, who he, who he's fighting for, him being, uh, excuse me, my turn white fanged, and, <laughs> and we introduce <laughs> this cast of characters here. What are you feeling? What is the vibe? Speaking of ripeness, uh, how ripe is this video for you? <laughs> this movie for you right
2: now? <laughs> uh, uh, I have to ask, so how long did it take between, like, her breaking up to him leaving? Because when, prior to them breaking up, his, like, boat, his ship was, like, a pile of junk, and suddenly when he leaves, that thing is like immaculate. I'm like, true. yeah, that like was...
0: depression was a proper motivator, huh? <laughs> maybe,
2: maybe. <laughs> because I was like, when I saw that, I was kind of like, wait, wasn't like there's was, like flowers and stuff growing on the thing? What happened? Like, where's all the rust? Did and... so you
3: actually get this accomplished in 50 days?
2: <laughs>
0: right.
2: Oh my That's gosh, question. Think it <laughs> like 50 days that's like what a month and a half it's like yeah. i can't yeah. even write like
1: something in a month and a half like much less <laughs> a boat <laughs> we should just imagine that it was long enough time to get the boat ready and like they just took their time <laughs>
0: well if we look at them falling through the boards like he did then you know maybe
3: right <laughs> <might be>.
1: right <laughs> right he definitely needed some work. Where did he <laughs> oh, yeah. get
3: the time to work on the boat when he's too busy falling in love with her every day? Right. <laughs> okay. That,
0: I can see that. I can see that. <laughs>
2: so I was just kind of like, "Hmm, that ship looks awfully, like, <laughs> awfully too good." It's too good. I meant
1: that him it's and the dad boy. and Doug all just like made an effort to like refurbish the boat and be like, "Okay, this has got to be our goal. <laughs> like, let's Ooh. get this ready to go." <laughs> What if know. it's the dad's fishing boat? Because the dad oh, was a Oh, that's true. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. He is a
2: fisherman. <laughs> <laughs> but I was at this point, like, of course, we always get that lull. You know, all comedies have to have the sad in order for, like, you know, the feel good to happen in the end. But I don't know. This part for me lulled a little bit. Um, I think that's just for me. All comedy movies, though, sometimes like it just lulls a little too long. And for me, this one's like, yeah, you see their day to day. Um, But also because now you don't kind of have like a nice time frame, as I said, of like what, how much of a time span between point A and point B that for me was kind of like what is going on. But um, it's still really cute to see like, you know, she's doing her day to day thing and she sees happy and he's like trying not to mess it up because he sees her at the aquarium. He doesn't like try to do like, you know, the introduction or like the trying to hit on her again. Like he actually cares for this girl and it's really sweet it's like for like a playboy like we saw in the beginning that was just like like all these women like this is so sweet of his character um i also did want to point out i'm like i really liked that this movie didn't like because the reason why he was such a playboy is because like his girlfriend from like college like slept with her like female like professor or something like that and that caused his like scared just
0: of PTSD um ptsd relationship thing <laughs>
2: exactly <laughs> but i like that it didn't like really emphasize it wasn't like his major character thing that like it was just kind of like eh, it happened Sly. why but you know what i like this girl now which is really sweet super sweet um and i'm like i understand because i like you know take care of like old people i understand wanting to keep your family next to you as long as possible but i'm just like when the dad was like doing all this stuff prior like taking care of her i'm just like dude what if one day like sh- like he's dead And then, like, there's no one to do this. Like, like, I feel bad for Doug. Doug, like, basically, they gave up their lives Mm -hmm. just to take care of her every day. Like, they can't go on their, like, fishing thing anymore. Like, Doug is just on his juice, but, like, he can't do, like... (laughs) Him and his oh, juice god. and his wet
0: dreams. Juice, He's like oh, his <laughs> juice and <laughs> his wet dreams. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, wait a minute. Speaking of wet dreams, <laughs> on the next thing real quick here, it looks like we actually meet ultimately, you know, Henry Ross wet dream because what ends up happening, we discover that we find out at this point, right? He he sees Jessica again. She he sees her and and he realizes, you know you know oh i'm sorry i left off the point when he's out to sea and he has an emotional moment julia mentioned it you know oh he's such a sweet old man give me the stuff he's like oh fuck him and he's so upset because he's thinking this noise and then it hits him it hits him the fact that she remembers him he does a full crazy turn heads back does this dramatic freaking run heads over to the facility it's like oh do you remember me and she's like no no and he's like oh fuck and she's like, no but come here so takes her to the room and sees that she's having this whole sixth sense moment with him the whole freaking time sees yeah. various pictures in the hundreds things with an egg-shaped head skull jokes <laughs> that they made in the you know the past and we come to consideration the fact that um, the fact that we have like okay cool I do remember you this is this I, I do remember what's going on and I, I can't necessarily explain it but you're really important to me and we see this and he gets back and we find this really loving moment Gets all crazy everybody's great the community aspects of it we then they get up and next thing you know cuts to scene hypothetically speaking after the emotional moment with the family members and and, and everybody else getting together and it cuts off the scene where she wakes up and now she has Pregnant babies in her stomach, and she kind of gets up, but at the same time he comes in, and there's a the baby. There's a tape, and he listens to the tape, and it goes into this whole crazy thing that she's pregnant and has a baby right now, and is explained what's going on. Or is she pregnant have a baby, or she just have a baby? Like a I don't think she's baby.
1: pregnant. I uh, think for she some just reason, the she's kid, kid, Yeah, <laughs> yeah, already had the kid. I think I don't. Okay, because I
0: th- I thought she was mid. I thought she was mid having like the second one or something. But at this point, uh, you know, we we see because like regardless, she has a kid. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I thought I thought she had one. But regardless, I know she has a physical. This see the physical child at that point. Um, and, you know, with Adam Sam, that you see the family, your father in the background, and they're on this chip, it's really emotional, and she gets all teary-eyed, and there's acknowledgement, boom, it's there, done. Now, the reason why I'm answering this here, I, I want to get some opinions on the end of the film here, what's going on, but I also have to give my opinion. The only reason why this film goes under 2.5 to me is three things come into consideration that kind of form in this, and they kind of nip me in the rear end. And by all means, I, I, well, I want to continue to talk about this. I do not want to ruin this, but one I think a very important thing happens in the film, that if they didn't do this thing in the film, that it would be considered unethical. And that is her breaking up with him and finding out that she still remembers him slightly. Because if she didn't, in my opinion, this love story is a little shady. That's where I also kind of hesitate in the background. I don't think that his national, is international, I would say his international, wow, his actual love for her is negative in the end. But I think the the influence the beginning kind of throws me off i see it i i get it i'm like oh it's, it's cute but then i'm
2: manipulative. like
0: exactly So <laughs> i'm like you just want a piece of ass right now and i i just and, and i and, and you can tell but then again i can see how it changes and, and realistically speaking we're talking about the human condition it, it does tend to happen that we find people attractive when we find people attractive we then show a little more interest and that interest sometimes we find the deeper love in them and then sometimes we don't fall in love with people until we've known them for, you know a long time so i don't want to yeah. intertwine yeah. or you get that misconstrued Three, the colorful cast of characters that we had throughout the whole film are fantastic. We have proper, I would say, representation of actual locals there at the uh, uh, Lau Cafe. However, I have an issue with Ula. Uh, and, <laughs> and and I also have an issue with Alexa. Now, not how Alexa's portrayed, but how they treat Alexa in the jokes. Uh, mm, yes. Of being the fact that she can't tell what sex alexa is and that's the weird thing that's the butt and the joke mm-hmm. not the fact that anything but once again comedy goes over time you know i mean it develops things happen we find what they're funny what's not so once again not a pick so much two my major thing was ula is the fact that he says words that don't exist yes some of it does exist for it and making local you know local references and so forth as well but i almost make sure It seems to be made fun of in a proper representation. Don't get me wrong. He's Filipino, which is a huge, 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 huge population of Hawaii. So those are locals as well, too. So I don't I don't I'm not complaining about the aspect of who he is. It's just how he's portrayed the actual Mm. character there. Mm. And then I'll throw this one in here for the sharks, because the shark attacks are very not a very small kind over there. So not really that like a big deal. However, a shark bite will look very, very tremendously more than that. I want to get the doom and gloom that out of the way. That's the <laughs> only reason why this two point five out of five is for me right here. But I want to continue to talk about this while we have time. So at this end of the film here, I want to start off with JP here. Um, the ending of the film uh, when it comes to the actual concept of uh, oh, oh JP. So a hey, I'm going to ask so as you're saying this. Uh, well, you know what? I want to come back to you later because. Uh, Q Ball redeemed you're so punny, so I would need you to come up with a pun a little later. So I'm going to come up to you a little last. So I want you to have time to think about this. I don't want to put on okay, okay, oh so. my gosh, right. <laughs> I got third person last episode. Okay. <laughs> no. Yeah, me too. I got third person before, and then I had to review. It. Oh, thank okay. you, Q Ball, for this.
2: <laughs> so we
0: will come back to you, but we'll let you prepare for that, by the way. Julie I want to start off with you here. So now that we, we, we're at this point in the film here the ending for the film how did it feel for you and two would you change your rating any way shape or form about this film and just the initial vibe at the end about it
1: um no i don't think i would change my rating i think i'm gonna stick solid at a four i feel like that's a pretty fair rating for this movie i mean like it it, it is one that it has a special place in my heart but it's not like in my top 10 movies i will say that but it is up there it is up there so that's why you know it's We'll 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 stand steady at a four. Um, But uh, no, I I like the ending. Like, again, it seemed like, like I was saying before, like they seemed like that's the only way that it could have happened, I feel like, because, you know, if you wanted it to be a happy feel-good movie, which I'm sure that is what they were going for, um, it kind of has to end like that. Um, Like I said, I mean, you know, everybody wanted them to eventually go to Alaska because, and that's the best of both worlds because she... I mean, essentially, if you think about it, Lucy can be anywhere because, you know, she's going to have to reset her memory every morning, no matter what, no matter where she is. So, like, you know, it kind of works out that, you know, he as long as he's got a video player, he can, you know, play the video. She can still have her little journal, whatever. And, um, no, I think it's like really, really cute and really sweet. And yeah, it makes, makes you feel good. And like, you know, that they did make it work. They got married. They had a kid, the, the dad and the brother are still part of the family and like, and they're all getting to like explore this cool new world. So not just, not just Henry, but the whole family is getting to like explore Alaska where I'm sure they've never been before. So that's like cool too. I mean, and I love Lucy's face at the end where she sees the mountains and she's just like, oh, you know, like, cause it's so beautiful and like it's cold but it's also really beautiful you know um <laughs> but yeah like, I just I I like that those little moments and I yeah no I yeah no no it's yeah. there. <laughs> fantastic
0: excellent uh yeah you my friend on the the ending of the film the initial vibe of it how, how did it feel for you did you feel like there was a magic Justice there and would you keep your rating the same
2: so, uh of course has to have that happy ending. We love that happy ending. You know, we were waiting for it. It's like mm. um there is one thing that I did like um now as an adult like thinking back I'm just like it's kind of cruel to actually have her have a kid. Um she actually made this um point before um when she was breaking up with him. She's like what am I going to do waking every like waking up every morning and I suddenly have this giant pregnant belly. Like yes, yeah, like they have the video that thing but like you know when you wake up when you're pregnant you don't have time to look you're looking down there and it's like imagine her horror every morning like before like seeing the videotape (sighs) that's like the only thing for me as an adult now that i don't think was okay it's because i think that is a little cruel Like, you know, of course, like, you know, you want the happy family, you know, oh, look, they have a kid and everything's fine. Like, you know, what she said before, they're still fine. But that part for me was little "Mm -hmm," as, but um, her going with him, I feel like it's much more realistic than just her staying in Hawaii, though. As I said, like, if her dad, like, when he leaves, like, her dad has still had to be the one, like, taking care of, like, her. Because I don't feel like Doug is going to do it, like, after, like, the dad's gone. (laughs) Doug cannot be trusted with that. Doug cannot be trusted with himself. <laughs> for the record,
0: we I, for the record, we see the dad on the ship, but do we see Doug on the no. ship at all? I think is Doug was dad, with right? Alexa. Okay, yeah, oh, that's Doug right. Was, they did everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Gotcha. Oh I wait, was he not on the ship? He, I the was, dad was. was, the was. Video. I didn't see Doug. Yeah, he was in the video because he and Alexa were oh, sitting next to them. They, they were right. being like all okay. cute. So yeah, so I think Doug ended up with Alexa, uh, <laughs> which is cute yeah. in itself. Yeah, it's cute. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I'm like, this is the most realistic. At least, like, no, this is good for her healing. As opposed to just keeping her like in her own little like Delulu state like for the rest of her life and 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 she ends up she's cause she's if she, like once her dad's gone she's gonna end up at that facility anyways and all of that was done for naught at
1: least
2: yeah. yeah if you think about it and then, so at least with this way like every day she's doing something different she is not healing because you know she it's t- it's permanent but at least it's not like that monotonous every single day and the whole waking up you know ten years fifty years older and facing that so ending wise it's great kid having a kid not my thing i would still keep my popcorn rating the same though it's a good nostalgic movie Uh, it's just a movie that i would always go back to when i need a good laugh or yeah it's just like it's always a good movie
0: excellent and uh, jp uh (laughs) if you have the pun my friend go ahead and also ending of the film the vibe romantic justice and would you keep your rating the same
3: well, in the end, I think it's safe to say that everybody lives pineapple ever after.
0: <laughs>
3: I'm so
1: piney.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> love it. All right, love it. All right.
3: I, I, <laughs> all right. Um, I think the end is just—it's super silly. Uh, they definitely like the fall of Act Two the half of act two was like very, very like Yago was saying. It was just like, okay, it's going on a little too long now at this point. Like um, it just, it was going on for forever. And then like Allison at the end, it, all the strings are basically all wrapped up very, very quickly as we see. And that's one of the issues with the film that I do have is that we don't get to see these. I, as a writer, I like to see my characters live a little bit happier at the end. It's so even like, oh, okay, we resolved it. Now we're done, bye. That's mm-hmm. the movie. I like to, I want to audience to see, I want to see them live their new life, see them what they've learned, see how they've um, overcome these obstacles that have been placed in their past. I mean, writers, I'm going to agree, I forget if it was Julia or uh, Yaya who said it, but we're so mean. We were so mean to Lucy. And as writers, I always said, I just ta- had a lecture last week and in my lecture, I taught students, I said, it's not the antagonist in the story that is the meanest to the characters. It's us as the writers. We put them through hell and it can be so sadistic. And this is a prime example of how horrible we are to these characters. We are abusive. <laughs> I think we've all kind of talked like uh, talked about the entire thing but, like towards the beginning, like this had the, it did have uh, the opportunity to become really, really creepy, especially because he was such a woman womanizer, you know? But in the end, everything settled. I think everything settled fine. So,
0: right on. Uh, Yeah, honestly, I'm almost the same vibe with you guys. I I would think that I might change my rating from a 2.5 to a three. Only reason being is, hypothetically speaking, looking at the actual film itself, um, it's a traditional Adam Sandler film. Um, Adam Sandler seems to go with the flow of a lot of what I would consider general Hollywood. Uh, and what I mean by that, you know, whether whatever the times being, his comedy is usually borderline funny and acceptable for those times being. I do believe that he that he is, you know, changed in a sense of what his comedic aspects of or the general thing is. This the same for it. Now, my only disagreement once again, uh, yeah, you put it, you put it really, really out there and plain and simple. That was the thing that got to me is she had a kid. Uh, to me, it wasn't the fact that I don't think she wouldn't want a kid in the future, but I think it's still hard for somebody to have an ethical decision daily that they want a kid because there's so many things going on in that particular day that could change your influence, your mind of that always quick you know, situation. I'm not saying that us as adults will not change our opinion for something going anywhere from, you know, a horribly early teenage years of pregnancy all the way up to, you know, or, you know, our much older adult years during pregnancy. I'm not saying that one can't change their mind or develop it, but I'm saying that a day is a very short time to think consistently on it too. So that's my only like iffy on that thing as well too. But that being said, I appreciate you guys coming up with us today. I want to go ahead and touch base with all three of you uh, to talk about on, on social media and where we can actually find you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My friend, where can we find you on social media, my friend?
2: Oh my gosh! You can find me almost every right now at this point. <laughs> um, you can actually find me here on Twitch Monday, Wednesdays, Fridays from 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, at my Hamachi. Um, I stream games. I do a lot of different games right now. I'm playing uh, Resident Evil 4 and Lethal Company. So that's a lot of fun. Uh, you can find me on YouTube at Jay Palace Yaya, where I do videos about Chinese culture, Chinese history, folklore, all that fun stuff. I just wrapped up my Chinese New Year series. So that's that was a whole ordeal. <laughs> yeah. And um, you can find me on most socials, such as Instagram, TikTok, all that fun stuff, either at Jay Palace or at My Hamachi. Right on, right on. JP,
0: you, my friend, where can we find you in the socials?
3: Alrighty, You can find me on Instagram at Rope Poets r-a-p-o-e-t-z and you can find me on tiktok under the same name
0: yeah
1: right on. excellent
0: julie last <laughs> but last last but not least my friend where can we find you on social media
1: uh yeah i'm on the insta at j raylin j-r-a-e-l-y-n i also just kind of started dabbling in the threads as well under that same username so we'll see if i consistently keep up with that but um and then I'm on TikTok at Lady J-R-A-E-L-A-D-Y.
0: Right on, right on. Well, I am Alejandro. You can find me here. Also on Instagram at I-A-M-C-O-W-I-E. That's I am Cowie. Um, also Facebook at Alejandro uh, Cowie. Um, all those social media network things, doing shenanigans, talking trash, doing film projects, having fun. And I'm also enjoying just having fun with you guys here. Now- uh, thank you all again for tuning in. Be sure to join our Discord to keep the conversation going, as well as subscribing to all platforms at Non Talk Network. Tune in to our next show, which will be our host, and Athey, guest Julie, Mikey Flores, and possible others, where we talk about the film on the 16th, uh, Lisa in Frankenstein 2024. Uh, there will be spoilers, hint, hint, hint on that. So please, please tune in with us. Once again, we appreciate you, ladies and gentlemen, is and waiters, for joining us. And you guys have a nomorific day.
1: Bye.